Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, broadcasting live from the Guys Guys studio here in Harlem, New York, USA. And welcome to our show. It is July, Wednesday, July 8th, 2015. We're right smack dab in the middle of a New York City summer here. And the weather is hot and sweltering, 85 degrees, and it's whew, sticky. But uh, this is what we look forward to, some nice summer weather. And we've got a couple of long, hot months ahead of us. So I hope everybody's enjoying it. Uh, we've got a great show tonight. Our guest is uh, Marnie Kinries, and she is the wing girl. And basically, she we're going back to our roots tonight, which is talking about dating and relationships. And she has advice for all the guys out there in terms of how to really connect with women in the best possible way. So we're looking forward for her call uh, momentarily and uh, a great show. Uh, let's talk about what's going on out there today. So this past weekend, we had the 4th of July, and I uh, hope everybody had a great day. I went to a little parade in a town in New Jersey, Ocean Grove, New Jersey. They have a little small town parade every year, and it's a lot of fun, and the fire trucks go by, and they have clowns, and people on stilts, and the local police auxiliary, and the veterans, and uh, you know the uh, hardware store. Everybody's got a float, and uh, it's just a real Americana type of situation that's a lot of fun so uh i hope everybody uh had equally uh a lot of fun and enjoyed a parade and uh hopefully some fireworks we had some fireworks over in asbury park and it was terrific so uh anyhow that was that was my weekend we've got what else is going on we've got the uh major league baseball uh is having their uh all-star game next week. So all the voting is in for that and they're setting the teams up. So that's a lot of fun. It's kind of mid-year in baseball. And um, I hope everybody's gotten out to a game this year. It, it, it is still the American pastime. It's a lot of fun. And I've been involved in some, uh, as you know, on Guys Guys Radio, we do a fantasy football show every year. We do a fantasy baseball show. So I'm in my league for, I don't know, like 20 years now. And uh, it's always a, it's always a battle because now there's so much more information out there. It used to be, uh, you know, you really had to do a lot of digging. And now this you, you're overloaded with information. Now you have to do a lot of filtering to get the right information out there. But uh, fantasy sports are like big business now, and they're a lot of fun. Um, what else? Well, today we had a real splashdown with the stock market. Um you know, the New York Stock Exchange got shut down due to some type of technical difficulties. You've got the big problem in Greece and also um, in China. Uh, you know, they're having kind of a little bit of a, a dip. I mean, their economy is still up like, I don't know, 40 per the stock market is still up like, I don't know, something crazy like 40 percent or something over the past year or so. But it's 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 dipped to what it was a month ago and uh, everybody gets a little nervous because now we live in this global economy where every everything is connected so i mean europe is the biggest exporter to china so it affects their market because china has less money to buy stuff from them 
And then we buy stuff from China that they make there. And it's just, it's a whole interconnected world for better or for worse. We all have to, you know, look out for each other. We also have the whole uh, crazy political campaign out there with, uh, we've got, um, you know, Donald Trump leading the way with his uh, crazy statements about, um, about Mexicans. And, uh, you know, it's a real shame that, um, it's a real shame that he's uh, kind of a, you know, he's a smart guy, but he's really shooting himself in the foot with, with in the f foot with some of these uh, kind of racist statements that he's making about uh, about Mexicans. Um, so let's hope that he is, as a smart guy, kind of wises up and realizes that um, not a good thing to be trashing a whole group of people, particularly when they're working on some of your. Uh, buildings that you're putting up and a lot of them are self-admittedly uh, illegal so um we've got to get we've got to get past that i'm just sending a note right now to our guest to get her to to call um to call into the show um so it's going to be an interesting political race because you've got you've got so many republicans now chris christie the governor of new jersey is in the race and and i don't know if there's 13 or 14 candidates but you know they're they're out there, and they, they, there's not even enough room for them when they get into the debates to to take the stage together. So they're going to have to figure out some type of system that they're working on now as to who to actually allow into some of these debates. So that's really kind of crazy stuff. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll get sorted out ASAP. Um, Let's talk about uh, the guy's guy brand a little bit and, uh, you know, what's going on with dating. Um, uh, you know, the show has evolved over the last couple of years. We've gotten a lot of different guests on, metaphysical guests, a lot of writers, people in the spiritual world, people who do things with wellness. And it's been a real pleasure and an honor for me to really help those people out by getting the word out there for them, help our uh, listeners but get some tips and some good books to read uh, via our uh, guests. And also... Uh, really just spread, spread a positive word because in the whole guys guys movement uh, when men and women can be at their best everyone wins so we like to do positive things we like to get the word out there and we like to help our guests and help the people who are our listeners on the show so it's a really it's a really good thing um, our number if you want to call in once our guest gets on is uh, 347-945-5834 you can ask Marnie uh, questions uh, and also, uh, let me give you my information, as I always do every week. Um, my website, robertmanny.com, M-A-N-N-I.com. Um, we've got the, our weekly blog that will probably go up tomorrow or Friday. We've done over 250 of them now, I believe. And now we're syndicated through uh, your tango. And now Thought Catalog's picked up a lot of our work. Um, also, you can catch me on Facebook, uh, Robert Manny Author as well as Twitter, at Robert Manny, uh, YouTube, Robert Manny Author, and as always, all of our episodes and podcasts of Guys Guys Radio are available uh, on iTunes. So we've got a lot of stuff going on. So uh, it's, a, it's a good, 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 good thing that we're doing this brand because we started out with a novel, The Guys Guys Guide to Love, and now we're out there really really getting a word out about, uh, you know, the, to help men, better men, better world is our kind of guy's guy motto, if you will. And 
I see there's a lot of people out there in the space uh, trying to do positive things, which is good. And uh, the movement keeps growing. Uh, we've gotten a lot more reads. We've got a lot more visitors to the website. We've got a lot more, a lot, lot, lot more uh, uh, good news out there. So really looking forward to that. So let me, uh, I'm still digging around to get Marnie on here. Let me see if I can send her a quick note so she will call in. Um, and I hope everybody's off to a good summer. I mean, this is usually a vacation week. Um, people take the 4th of July, you know, 4th of July was on a Saturday this year, and then they take the time off and they take the whole week. So, uh, I wonder if anybody out there is working this week because it seems like there's so many people out there who take the time off. So hopefully we can uh, all get some much needed rest in there this uh, this summer. So uh, yeah, uh, I think my guest is trying to call in and let's see, I'm having another technical difficulty again and I apologize, but hang in there because I'm gonna sort this out. And we should get her on there instantly. And she says she's calling in, so let's see what happens. All right. But in the meantime, let's talk about dating. Um, let's see what's going on there with dating. I mean, we have had um, many dating and relationship hosts on there as guests. And and a lot of them are saying that kind of that things aren't changing. And it's unfortunate because, because we, we really need to get past this, uh, this uh, chasm we have in communications between men and women. And that's why we have uh, uh, the women's point of view for men tonight, which is great because uh, I've had a lot of women on the show and I see Marnie just cut, cut through. So that's great. So I'm going to put her on in a second, but you know, We've had a lot of women talking about women and uh, in terms of dating, and we've had guys talk about guys and dating stuff. And even on some of my uh, blogs, I write about you know some advice for guys, uh, even though what I'm doing kind of transcends dating and relationship. It's, it's really trying to get men to be the best they could be. But it's great to hear from a self-proclaimed wing girl. So let's uh, talk a little bit about Marnie Kinries, The Wing Girl Method. That's her website. She's a best-selling author. She's host of... Uh, the Ask Women podcast and founder of the Wing Girl Method. She joins Guys Guys Radio with her tough love advice. She's helped thousands of men uh, across the world uh, in the delicate art of attracting, dating, and seducing, and what she likes to say on her website, getting women. This week, uh, she's going to share some uh, uh, advice on attraction, body language, communication, all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to bring her on right now. Good evening, Marnie. How are you? Hi, sorry about that. I wasn't able to get through on the other number that you had given me. Oh, did you call the 347 number? What happened? Just out of curiosity. No, oh, I had the 908 number. That's oh, I'm no, calling. that's my sorry. cell phone. <laughs> oh, so sorry. Okay, then fuck. It was then on the instruction fault. sheet. That's no problem. Sorry We're here now. That. So I was yeah. telling everybody about how refreshing it is to have uh, a wing, the wing girl on here because uh, there's so many guys out there uh, who, you know, who really could use a 
female point of view as to kind of what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong. And it sounds like they're doing a lot of stuff wrong because I went through your website and looked at some of your videos and did some reading. It was like one of the one of, one of the programs you're selling was called uh, uh, How to Become a Man Women Want. It was like 12 hours of video. I'm like, oh my goodness, we really are screwing <laughs> right. up. So let's let's start well, at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Tell us about you know how you know how you got started. What was your inspiration and um, a little bit about your your background on this because it's very interesting. Well, my, my inspiration has always been from my fascination with people, and usually when you have a fascination with people, it's because you're trying to figure out something for yourself, um, which I've learned later on in life. So for me, when I was younger, I'm a straight woman, I'm married, um, but I I used to have a lot of confusion around women, even though I am one. Uh, I found myself confusing, I found other women confusing, and so I tended to befriend a lot of guys and as I got older and my guy friends became way more interested in the opposite sex um, I started to provide them with insider information about how women think what they want what they do what they respond to what they say they want but what they really want and I realized I was pretty good at it and I never really had aspirations to be a professional at providing that advice but when I came out to Los Angeles I went to a single mixer at a rabbi's house it was very random mm. and nobody was talking to each other so I literally started grabbing men and being their icebreaker with women and I would give them feedback and tell them what to say and what not to say and I would help them read body language and signs of interest and by the end of the night people were interacting and having fun and I think that I had a new career start in that moment because that night I went home and I made a joke to my roommate saying that I loved being a wing girl for the night. And he said, um, that's cool. Uh, so what are you going to do about it? And I said, I'm going to become a professional wing girl and I'm going to help men understand women and get women. And he said, you won't make money off of it. And I didn't believe that. And I posted that on Craigslist. And by the next morning, I had over 75 guys responding back to me saying that they were interested in hearing what I had to say. So I started. And from there, that point, I, you know, I've become the professional wing girl and I help hundreds of thousands of men all over the world. Well, that's fantastic. Good story. Um, it's interesting. I was watching a movie, uh, Nightcrawler last night and uh, I had it on Netflix and actually the the guy who's the lead character who uh, starts this video news service, he's, he kind of says the exact same thing. I I went to an event and I figured out what I really love and what I'm good at. Yeah. And he becomes he becomes kind of a notorious character, but still, it's a, you know the, the the point is it's passion leads to success. So that's great for and sure. good for you. So Thank let's you. Uh, talk about what men are doing wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing is, is okay. Here, I'm going to take a step back for a second. Um, I don't want to frame things like men are doing things wrong. They're just confused by a completely different gender than themselves, by people who do things differently than they do. Women are way more subtle. Women can be friends with men and also be, be attracted to men. Uh, women operate on very different levels than the way that men operate. So therefore, without knowledge and understanding, women can seemingly be extremely confused using often frustrating creatures. So it's not that men are making these horrible mistakes. It's that they're not educating themselves. 
um, and being aware of how the people that they're trying to date or sleep with or interact with, they're not aware of how they operate and how they work, which is where I come in and help them understand. So the, the biggest confusions that I see for men are really understanding the subtle signs and cues that women get, whether they're interested or not interested and whether or not they want to be friends or not friends. Um, that's where a lot of the confusion and frustration stems from. Now, are, in your opinion, are the women contribute to this issue where men aren't, um, let's say they're not paying attention close enough to pick up the signals and maybe sure. women seem to think they're sending the signals, but maybe they need to send the signals a little, a little more, not, I'm going to say overtly, but a little more clearly so the guys yes. with their less developed radar can pick them up because it's an, it's an age-old story where you know, men don't pay attention and then they get dumped and they don't understand what was that the woman was so unhappy for for a long period of time. And where yeah. the woman seemed to think that, yes, I've, I've told you, you know, I've, I've tried to talk to you. I've tried to talk to you. And guys are like, what? And uh, I can't read your mind. And it happens all the time. And if you if you take that three steps back from there yeah. to like dating and getting to know each other, I'm sure it's symptomatic of the same the same issues. Could you elaborate on that? Agree, disagree or whatever? Oh, I completely agree with you. There's, there's a lot of, the thing is, is that most people are not very upfront and open and honest and super clear about what they're thinking or feeling, especially in a way that another person can understand. Like, even with my husband, I, I feel sometimes that I am overly communicating, but I'm, I'm communicating from my point of view, right? And from my experience. And, mm -hmm. and, and therefore, what I'm saying is being expressed out of my mouth in a way that I can fully understand, not a way that he can fully understand, not just because he's a man, but because he comes from an entirely different background than me and an entirely different gender. So even with ex extremely focused communication, there can still be misunderstandings. But for most people, when they're in the beginning phases of dating or interacting or approaching, they, they are protecting themselves. They're being coy. They're being subtle. They um, are being embarrassed. They're being insecure. They're being protective. They have boundaries up. So um, it's, it's not that it's just like the man's fault for not picking up on these signals and it's not a woman's mm -hmm. fault for being too sure. subtle. It's that there isn't this, this clear communication that's going on. So I completely agree with what you're saying that, yes, women can definitely be more overt with the, the signs that they're trying to express to men. But uh, they're also uncomfortable, a little bit insecure, and they don't want to be too obvious because they've also been sent mixed messages that if they're too obvious or they're too assertive with men, then they're going to be seen as masculine or aggressive. Um, so I think that there's, there's, there's a lot of miscommunication going on and a lot of misunderstandings that are happening and a lot of people focusing too much about their own insecurities and living inside their head rather, rather than just mm -hmm. saying it straight and acting on what they want. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Let's talk a little bit, if we could pivot a little bit towards like some of the dating issues with, yeah. uh, let's say millennials right now. Um, uh, and I always make sure that I have, you know, I have friends who are of all different age groups, old people, young people, millennials, millennials, and I've hired a lot at work as uh, initially interns and hired and got them going on a career. And I stay in touch. And, you know, after, uh, you know, they work with me, then we become friends and it's cool. I, I, I liked, 
you know, I want a, I want a different point of view. And I, what I find is that yeah. uh, there's a lot of dating wise, uh, they, they have some great things going on. I always say this is the best time ever to be a man, that women's long overdue recognition is a great thing for men because it, it takes a little bit of the weight off of their shoulders, that it's not competition, that guys can, it's like easy, easier for men if they know how to, how to play the game. But I, I find that a lot of guys then are just, you know, hanging they can like let's hang out they want to just hang out with women they're you know texting there's so many you know there's tinder and everything else where it becomes this kind of lazy man's way of dating and i i think that's a real turn off to women because women want to feel like the guy's going out of their way that they really saw something special in them and hanging out and uh not really doing a proper date even though it sounds old-fashioned it really isn't i think women like to be romanced so what's what's your sense and oh my God, i think it's an issue sure. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree with you. So, so I have a podcast called the ask women podcast and we have, mm -hmm. you know, women of all different races, um, from different countries, different ages coming onto the show. Just like you said, like I, I, I like to still stick, you know, or be informed by people with a myriad of, um, perspectives because I think it's really helpful. Mm -hmm. That's how you can deliver the best quality information. So we actually just had a 20 year old on our show today and she was talking about like all the different avenues and ways that you can meet people. But what she actually craves is for a guy to actually pick up the phone and call her and then take her on a nice date, open the door for her and pull out her chair at a restaurant. And the fact that for me, even zero <laughs> 20 year old say that I'm just like, wait, how do you even know about this stuff? Like I was actually shocked by that response. But my, my sister is 26, um, and she says the exact same thing. She said, I, I would love a guy to call me. She's like, I may not answer the phone because that would freak me out because I haven't answered the phone right. in like 10, 10 years. But she's like, mm -hmm. I, I would like for a guy to call me. I, I would like for all of the traditional ideals of a date to still exist. And she's like, most guys don't want to do that now. It doesn't mean they don't respond to the guys who don't want to do it and that they still can't, you know, form great relationships from guys who don't do those things. But they, they do kind of crave the romanticized, uh, mm -hmm. gentlemanly way um, of the past. Right. You know, it's, it's interesting. Um, you have, you've written also about like what, what women expect uh, on a first date. And let's let's talk about that a little bit because I think what happens is um, so many people meet online. I mean, I met my wife, she says, I found you online. She went on match.com for a free trial, three days. And uh, yeah. she, she winked at me one night and I wrote back, I was like, hmm, I don't know about winks. And I wrote back to her and then she didn't want to talk on the phone. And my, my, my thing was like, I've got to have a phone call. I've got to hear, I've got to get the yeah. energy from the voice and uh, then meet for a drink. And she said, nah, we don't have to talk on the phone. Let's just meet. So we did and everything worked out. And now we're married. We have a two-year-old. So that's all Aww, good. But that's so yeah. nice. Yeah, it is. And uh, she actually told me after three dates, I said, I'm having a great time. And I, you know, I've been on in so many relationships and dated so much. What, what do I have to do to, you know, be a success with you as a boyfriend? She said, pay attention. And I said, is that it? And she said, that's it. That was the end of the oh, conversation. Wow. But yeah, so I've always kept that in mind and I'm, 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 I'm a work in progress, but, uh, I must've yeah. done some things right because, uh, you know, we're, we're together, but I, it yeah. just seems like guys, you know, you know, you meet women online and then once you meet them in person, it's like, you don't have to take them out to dinner before you've ever seen them. 
I always tell guys, you know, take, go meet for a drink, whether it's alcohol or non-alcohol, doesn't matter. Meet for a beverage or meet, take a walk in a park, do something fun and then keep it short and keep some mystery there yeah. and don't talk about your exes and everything. And then, then, then when you decide if, if, if it works for you, hit her up with a text and, uh, that you had a good time and then set up, you know, set up the next real meeting, which is a date and then go on a yeah. date and come up with an idea and take her someplace and then pay for it. And then after that, get her a cab or whatever and make sure she gets home. Okay. It just seems so basic, but uh, it seems like also on the flip side that people are, they're lost nowadays. They're just, that's not, there's yeah. not enough of that going on. And women, women, I think still appreciate that, but is it technology that's getting in the way of the guys that you work with, Marnie? You know, I was actually just going to say that. I, I really think that it's it's the number of options that are out there because I think with like Tinder and online dating, people can be going on a date every single night and they can be bankrupt by the end of the month. Like, That's I think true. for a lot of people, they're like, oh my God, am I going to do this again? Do I have to invest so much? Do Like, they kind of just want to get in, get out, and then move on to the next really quickly. So I, I, I think the amount of availability or how easily accessible people are, it may be overwhelming some people. Um, I think for a lot of women who are experiencing men who aren't doing these things, like these men who do have a lot of options, uh, mm -hmm. I, I think that could be the case about what's going on for a lot of the guys that I work with who may not be going on dates every single night. I think a lot of them, they, 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 they know to do those things, but I think that they haven't had success in the past doing those things, so they're also left really confused. Um, mm -hmm. But they also may not be doing it with the most sincere intentions in place. Like, I think a lot of people are also just walking through those steps because that's what they think that they're supposed to do. So it doesn't feel authentic. There isn't real chemistry and mm -hmm. connection happening. So therefore, that date doesn't amount to what they're hoping it will amount to. And they start to slowly give up on that process. So I think there's a, there's a lot of things happening. There's, it depends on who the person is, but I would definitely say that technology and social applications play a huge role in it for sure. Yeah. And a two edged sword there too, because, uh, you know, we yeah. live online, but we also live offline and to make the connection, yeah. it's gotta be, ultimately you're going to be face to face and cheek to cheek and who knows what to who knows what. So that's, that's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the fun of it. So, and I apologize for veering off course, but what I was going to ask you is, so what, what do women mm -hmm. expect in a first date to make a successful first date? What's the advice for guys? Have fun. That's like, really, that's the honest truth to feel something, to be excited by a person. So I did, um, I do these like teleclasses all the time where I have different women uh, that I met out in life or different experts who talk to me for an hour and people can call in and listen and ask questions at the end. So I actually had one of my friends, Micah, do a, a teleclass with me recently. And I, I asked her to be a part of this class because she had told me about two dating scenarios where she went out with this one guy and right from the very beginning, they just hit it off. They got each other and they really connected, but on a friendship level. She had a blast talking to him. But there was nothing sexual there. It was, like, really nice chit-chat and, like, friendly banter. They made each other laugh. And she actually enjoyed her interaction with him, right? Um, there wasn't anything bad about him. She just didn't feel that spark. So she walked away from the date in her mind thinking, oh, that was a nice person to meet. I'm not going to see him again. There was nothing there. Uh, 
but what ended up happening was that he thought that there was something there, so she was having struggles of like how to handle that. Anyway, that was one example. The other example was of this guy that she met in New York when she was out with her girlfriend. She met him at a bar. They had the same beginning interaction where they were flirting and having fun. The difference was that he established his intent in the very beginning, and he didn't ever let it get to a friendly, polite level where he was holding back on things that he said. He showed his personality. He touched her. He had no problems holding long moments of silence to build up tension. He got close to her. He touched her on the small of the back as the night progressed. So that it was, it, there was more of an excitement there. There was more of, I don't even know what the word for it is. There, there, there's more sexuality present on the date through their connection. They were connecting, and as they further connected, he progressed on a flirtatious and sexual level that helped escalate it to that other level. And and that's what I really think that women are looking for on a date. That's what that chemistry means that women are looking for. They're looking to be wanted by a man that they also want and that they think is valuable and interesting. They're looking for a man who's comfortable in his own skin, even if he's uncomfortable, that he can be vulnerable in saying that he is kind of uncomfortable or nervous for the evening. Um, from a date, they're looking to get to know somebody, and they're looking to have an interesting, fun exchange and to feel good about themselves afterward. I know that's a long-winded answer. But no, it's a good at, answer. At, at, yeah, but at the core, like that, they're, they're looking for something that that is is different from every other interaction with every other male that they've met, something that piques their interest, that makes them want to continue seeing that person. So a lot of the guys that I work with, that's exactly what you were saying before about paying attention. Um, I think a lot of guys, when they're on dates, and I've seen it in the, the clients that I work with, they ask a lot of questions, and then they reply, but they don't really share that much about themselves or thread conversation so that they can actually connect to another person or to the woman by the end of the night. And and without those connections, they're they're leaving a lot of lot of opportunities on the table, right? Because the less that you put yourself out there, the less you share about yourself, the less that you ask questions, the lower chance you have of actually getting a second date because you're, you're, there's less points for you to bond and connect on. And then if you mix that in with um, keeping things on a flirtatious level, not allowing yourself to get into negative Nelly mode where you uh, start talking about your ex or complaining about X, Y, and Z, and you start listening to her do, do the same thing uh, and fall into the friend zone. The less that you do that, the more chances there are for something to come out of a date. Mm -hmm. Now, you talk about the friend zone, and I know you've got some work on your website about, and you've got a book about, you know, kind of avoiding the friend zone. So just from a very 3,000-foot uh, perspective, how, how do guys avoid falling into the friend zone if they're interested in the woman? Because women can right. have friendships with guys, and men sometimes have trouble with that because they've always got you-know-what on their mind. Right. Well, if you, if you don't want to be a friend, stop acting like a friend. Because I always say the only person who puts you in the friend zone is you. So if you don't want to be in the friend zone, stop being friends with her. Stop being friendly. Stop being polite. Stop being complacent. Stop bending over backwards. I really believe that guys, when they say they're in the friend zone, 
what they're actually in is the fake boyfriend zone because they're trying to show a woman how wonderful a boyfriend they would be. In the very beginning stages, a woman doesn't want to see how great a boyfriend you're going to be. She wants to see how interesting you are. She wants to see how fun you are. She wants to see how uh, passionate you are. She wants to see all of those things. And if you're controlling your conversation and curtailing everything uh, to, to attempt to appeal to her, you're never going to get anywhere with her because you're going to you're going to come across as monotone or mediocre or non-opinionated or just like a I'm just like putting my hand out straight as like a flat line like you you won't mm-hmm. show anything about yourself if you're attempting to always please her and show her how wonderful you are so if you don't want to be a friend then stop acting like a friend make sure that when you're around a woman you're flirting with her make sure your intentions are known make sure you touch her make sure you smirk at her you make great eye contact with her and if she says you know what i just want to be friends and you don't want to be friends you tell her that you say listen i, I think you're great i think there's something awesome between us but i i have enough friends if you change your mind then then i'm open to that but for right now i don't i don't want to be your friend oh okay that's interesting passing on the friendship i I like though i like the stance on that it shows the woman that the guy's got some backbone there and is willing to walk so that's good it might be mr might be intriguing to a woman to say hmm he's willing to he wants me so much he doesn't even want to be my friend that's that's gutsy so well, I that's like that. just being clear on your intentions, yep. mm-hmm. right? Like, if you, if so many guys that I work with agree to a friendship and then they stick around hoping that something will change, but then nothing changes because their behavior doesn't change. And they've already said, I'll be your friend. So you have a woman who's like, okay, great, he's going to be my friend. And a guy who's sitting there still hoping that he can change her mind. So it just ends up being this huge elephant in the room for both people. Both people are kind of lying to each other. Uh, and it, it, it just holds you back from possibly finding somebody else that doesn't want to just be your friend. Excellent. Uh, this is Guys Guys Radio. The, our special guest is the wing girl of the wing girl method, Marnie Kinries. And um, we're having a great conversation. Um, you have a book. I know you have a series of books. And another one is called The chick Chinary. So tell us a little bit about yeah. that. Well, okay, uh, this one guy wrote in to me and said, he said, um, Marnie, you know what you should do? You should put together a book about all the things that men can say to women that will get them to do X, Y, and Z. And I wrote back and I said, you know what? I actually believe that for men, and I mean for women, it's about, it's about how you say things to them, not about what you say. So I'm not going to deliver you lines because you may not read the lines correctly. But what I am going to do is I'm going to tell you a definition for the things that women say to you that may be confusing to you. So I, I asked my whole uh, database of members from my site, which is about you know, 80,000 people, you know, send me in your most confusing statements, phrases, or things that women do, and I will decode and define them for you. So I collected all of the information from all the guys who submitted things. I categorized all of the information, and then I just started uh, giving dictionary definitions for the statements and phrases and things that women do. And I, I put it out, and that is the dictionary. It is the how-to manual on the things that women say and do. And um, people are loving it, absolutely loving it. Can, can you give us a, an example? 
Yes. So, for example, if a woman says, okay, so let's say you're in a conversation with a girl and you're having a really fun time, and suddenly she slips in something about her boyfriend but continues talking to you, right? So a lot of guys are like, wait a second, she says she has a boyfriend, but she's still flirting with me. So that's that's their perception is that she's flirting with you. But what's really going on is that when a woman is talking to you and she does have a boyfriend, but she wants to get it across to you so that you don't get the wrong idea, she slips in something about us or we or boyfriend, or she'll mention his name in some way so that you ask a question like, oh, who's Bob? And you say, oh, that's my boyfriend. So what she's trying to do is she's trying to steadily put it out there that I'm enjoying this conversation, but I've now said that I have a boyfriend, and when you continue to talk to me, you are signing a silent contract that says, you get that I have a boyfriend, (laughs) and anything that I put forth after this conversation is under the understanding that you know I'm not flirting with you and that I am a taken woman. So I am saying I want to be friends. So that's, that's what's going on for women. So I, I just decode things like that because a lot of men get really wrapped up in women who say they have boyfriends thinking, oh, okay, well, maybe she wants to cheat or she keeps inviting mm-hmm. me around to things. So obviously right. she wants me when that is not the case at all. Mm-hmm. What what is a signal that um, I think a lot of guys would uh, you know I think would would ask the same question and that is you know apparently women send out signals to guys that they're interested in like half of them go right past the guy they don't even notice so what what are a couple yeah. signals subtle signals or signs that women and I don't mean licking your lips or something but you know signs that men can look for when they're having a conversation with somebody they met, somebody they just met or you know recently got to know that that there is some chemistry there and there there is interest so so they're already talking to them at this point so I want to give a couple of signs okay. that women are interested in being approached and then I'll give maybe signs maybe that they're okay okay perfect I was going to ask okay. you to take a step back so, before meeting and then after you've met great yeah so some subtle signs like for me and for my girlfriends and for all the women that I've interviewed, I know that these are things that they do. So um, women who stand in proximity to you are wanting you to open up a conversation with them and approach them. So if you're standing at the bar and they stand very close to you or they kind of lean in but their backs turn to you in some way but they're pretty close to you, if, if mm-hmm. they're in proximity to you, they want to be approached. Like what I was saying before about women being too afraid to be seen as mm-hmm. the aggressors or like the men in the situation, mm-hmm. that's why they position themselves around you rather than just breaking into conversations. So uh, that is a huge sign that they want to be approached. Makes perfect sense. In fact, yeah. uh, little anecdote, I was out, I met a, a buddy I used to work with the other night. We met at this beer garden in Asbury Park and we were, st- we were on a corner table where you kind of stand and these two women, uh, you know, came, they kept walking by and I was like thinking for a second, like, what? I keep seeing them. Why, why do I keep seeing those <laughs> two? And then a light bulb went off. I'm like, okay, now I know why. But we were, you know, I'm married and we were in a conversation anyhow, so it wasn't going to happen. But right. um, that's, that proves your point, I think, right there, a little grandmother oh research. God, yeah. Absolutely true. And I was yeah, like, why, why are they there? Around you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why are they there a again? Like, why are they there? Yeah, they are again. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that women do, and um, it's so funny because I was out last week and just like, witnessing these two groups of people. And at one table was a group of guys, one table was a group of girls. And these two people, you could see that they were interested in each other, but like the guy just would not get up and go approach. So this woman was just exaggerating all of her actions 
and she was laughing harder. She was doing things mm-hmm. to touch her forehead and move her hair. She was trying to touch her lips. Like she just had exaggerated actions that were, were potentially making her look like she was having a lot of fun. Um, and then slyly looking over at him to see if he was watching her. So that's something to pay attention for as well. Like women who you don't need to mm-hmm. laugh like it's the funniest thing in the world when your friend makes a joke at a bar, but you know, people who exaggerate their actions a little bit after they've already made eye contact with you. That's something to look for. So if you start seeing that, then that's definitely a sign to go walk over, introduce yourself. But if you're going to do that to a group, approach the entire group, make a joke Mm -hmm. or something or some sort of comment to all of them. And then maybe like after a 30 second to a minute interaction, then you can segue off and just talk to the girl that you're interested Mm -hmm. in. Um, cool. You don't want to just go laser focus on the group because right. that's going to be pretty insulting to the other women or they'll be super protective of their girlfriend because um, right. they may have not seen that she's been flirting with you. So they're going to be protective of her. So it's just going to be harder for you to get the interaction that you want. Um, but signs that she's interested once she is talking to you, mm-hmm. you know, her body language is faced towards you. She's she's nervously touching you. So she's not like overly and comfortably touching you like she would touch her brother and she's not keeping her hands completely away from you. She may subtly or softly touch you in some way, maybe once out of the interaction. Um, she's going to fully engage in conversation with you, not just give you one-word answers. She's going to be responsive. Even if she is shy, she'll try her best uh, to keep a conversation going, maybe ask you a question. Anything that shows that she doesn't want you to get the hell away from her is is a good sign that she's at least interested in continuing the conversation. But for for men, you, you can progress the conversation as well. So you start off by trying to find out maybe some commonalities or you banter about something, something that bonds the two of you together and, and shows a little bit about your personality and potentially about her personality as well. Because you, as a man, you have to remember that you're also evaluating. You're not just going over and approaching a mm-hmm. woman and requesting for her to like you. You're in the position to also select as well. So everybody's in the driver's seat in, in my scenarios. Um, and as you're talking, you can you can take things to the next level. So you can start talking and then you can um, touch like the side of her arm. And if she's not responsive to that and she closes off her arms and she doesn't want to be touched by you and she's probably not interested in progressing things further. But if you do touch her arm, maybe she, you know, gets tense for a second and loosens up and is okay with it and maybe leans a little bit more towards you as you do that, then then she's okay with being touched and she's okay with you moving and progressing things forward. And you can continue to do this just just throughout the conversation to evaluate what's going on in the interaction and her body language and her um, words that she's saying to you will slowly reveal to you whether or not she's open to what you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. All right. Uh, I know we got a late start, but I'll just two more topics, if that's okay with yeah. you. Um, the yeah, first is uh, secrets women never tell you. Uh, I think guys would universally be curious about that one. I know you have a book on it, but if you could just, you know, little... Well, actually, that one that one's a full audio and video program. So okay. I... This is from when I first started my company 11 years ago, um, and I just decided to collect interviews with women about different topics that men were asking me about, um, and I just collected them and 
uh, I slowly learned that women are really great at being interviewed, but they don't really give quality information when they're being interviewed because they're just like anybody, you know, like what I'm doing even right now. I'm, I'm a little bit more careful with my words and I'm trying to present myself in a certain mm-hmm. way and women are doing the same. So what I quickly learned was that whenever I stopped recording, that's when I would get really good information from women. So in my series, What's Inside a Woman's Mind, I started doing that. I started pretending that the interview was over and I would continue talking to the women and that's when some really good information would come out. And great information would come out on the front end as well, but like really good information from them would come out after they thought that I wasn't recording anymore. And then I would tell them afterwards and they'd say, oh, that's fine. You can just like publish it. It's fine. I didn't say anything that horrible, but it was just my real self and I'm speaking the truth, so it's fine. Um, so it's a series of a whole bunch of conversations with women about every topic guys have ever asked me and it's pretty interesting like I I learned a lot about women from you know doing that series and um, I think a lot of them would be surprised by the information that they would hear great okay uh, I love this one best places to meet women and your number one is drum roll the grocery store and you know a lot of guys think it's the bar or the gym or whatever but you say the grocery store tell us about that yeah well first of all i used to live across from whole foods i swear to god it was like a meat (laughs) market there it's crazy because we had a nice whole foods there's a wine shop in there where you can actually get glasses of wine and walk around the store with it but it there was I was constantly seeing people being hit on at the grocery store, and I, I loved it. I lo- It's just a wonderful place. People are by themselves. They're, you know, they're on a mission, but it's not like a hardcore mission where it's, it's, just, like a, it's, just, it's just an open space for people to meet each other. There's lots of conversation mm-hmm. topics, lots of commonalities that are there. Um, you're not getting a woman when she's at a bar or a club where she's prepared to be meeting in people. You know, she's, if anything, she's a little bit embarrassed because she's at the grocery store. Maybe she doesn't look the best that she looks, but she's still being hit on Mm -hmm. or picked up in some way. She might be flattered by it. She might be a little bit nervous by it. So I I just think it's a great place to interact with people. And and you you continuously see the same people there as well. So you can build up some sort of momentum with them. Like when I would go to the grocery store, I literally became friends with people at Whole Foods because I would see them there so often. And even when I would see them out at other places around my neighborhood that I lived in, I'd be like, oh my mm-hmm. God, I know you from Whole Foods. Like, it's just another another place is a great place to start conversations. That's fantastic. I, I can't disagree with that whatsoever. And listen, I think you're, you're great. I really sound advice. I'm sure you're helping tons of guys and uh, keep up the good work. So could you tell everybody yeah. about, you know, your website, your books, where they can, you know, track you down, yeah. learn more, take your programs? Yeah, of course. And thanks for letting me do that. Um, my website is winggirlmethod.com. And I suggest everybody sign up for my newsletters. When you do sign up for my newsletters, you get a free copy of my book, 10 Mistakes Men Make with Women and How to Avoid Them. Um, And they can also check out my podcast, which is the Ask Women podcast, and it's available on iTunes. Fantastic. Well, listen, uh, you've been a great guest, and uh, sincerely, uh, I I do my best to promote everybody who comes on the show, but I really like what you have to say. I like the way you've packaged 
your uh, website and your products and also how you present yourself. So uh, best of luck to you. Pleasure to meet you. I wish we could spend more time together. Maybe you want to come back again sometime in a couple months. Yeah, I would, I would love I will... to. I really like talking to you. So yeah. Okay, me too. And maybe we can get some callers that time and uh, we'll have some fun with it. But uh, I love, love what you're doing and it's been a pleasure to meet you. And everybody, make sure you check out The Wing Girl Method, Marnie Kinries. And thanks so much for being our guest. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so that's our show, Guys Guys Radio. And listen, you all know that the, the what I didn't talk about tonight is that uh, I have my website, robertmanny.com, where I do one of my blogs every week. And I'm on your tango and thought catalog and Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and the podcasts on iTunes. But it all started with my novel, The Guys Guys Guide to Love. And it's 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 about relationships and it's about dating. and It's about advertising. But but it's a novel. And that kind of grew into our kind of relationship platform, which has now evolved to uh, helping guys be their best. And when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. And what we like to say in a whole guys, guys world is better men, better world, because it's good for everybody if men can be at their very best. So I hope you've enjoyed the show and I look forward to seeing you all next week and uh, see you soon. <laughs>